Did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the U.S.? Well, it is, with over 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. Look, have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? I know, who needs woes and wasted weekends? Finding Fast Growing Trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure. It is a complete time saver. From fruit trees to houseplants, they've got it all, and it's delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And listeners to the President's Daily Brief can get an extra 15% off by using promo code PDB at checkout. Go to FastGrowingTrees.com and use promo code PDB at checkout. It's Tuesday, 20 February. Welcome to the President's Daily Brief. I'm Mike Baker, your eyes and ears on the world stage. Now, before we get started, just a bit of housekeeping. All of you regular listeners correctly noted that we missed our PDB afternoon bulletin yesterday afternoon, meaning there wasn't one. First, a thank you to all the listeners for the texts, the emails, the postcards and faxes asking about the mysterious case of the missing afternoon bulletin. And, of course, respect to those of you still using fax machines. I was on travel yesterday, and flights were definitely not cooperating. So, as it turns out, I was unable to record the bulletin. Now, as posh people say, it shan't happen again. All right, let's get briefed. We'll kick things off in the Middle East, where pressure is mounting on a determined and unrelenting Israel to agree to a temporary ceasefire with Hamas to avoid an invasion of the city of Rafah. Later, a bipartisan foreign aid bill has been proposed in the U.S. House of Representatives that provides financial assistance for Ukraine and Israel. Plus, we'll look at the latest regarding the border crisis in Texas, where Governor Greg Abbott has announced the construction of an 80-acre military base near the border city of Eagle Pass. And in today's Back of the Brief, Egypt is building a two-mile-wide buffer zone and wall on its border with Gaza in anticipation of Israel's invasion of the city of Rafah, fearing that Palestinians will flee into Egypt. So what you're saying is, a wall works. But first up, the PDB Spotlight. Let's begin in the Middle East with the latest regarding efforts to negotiate a temporary ceasefire in Gaza as pressure grows on Israel to refrain from invading Hamas's last stronghold in the city of Rafah. Despite ongoing negotiations mediated by Egypt and Qatar, a ceasefire agreement continues to prove elusive. There reportedly remains a wide gulf between Israel and Hamas on a number of key issues. Amid the diplomatic stalemate, the U.S. proposed on Monday an alternative draft United Nations Security Council resolution calling for an urgent temporary ceasefire and publicly voicing strong opposition to Israeli plans to launch an invasion into Rafah in the coming weeks. In the draft text reviewed exclusively by Reuters, U.S. officials say, quote, Under current circumstances, a major ground offensive into Rafah would result in further harm to civilians and their further displacement, including potentially into neighboring countries, end quote. Now, that's an interesting point added into the draft resolution, possibly at the request or urging of Egypt. Frankly, the last thing Arab countries want 
is for the Palestinian refugee issue to become their problem. The draft adds that an Israeli invasion would, quote, have serious implications for regional peace and security, and therefore underscores that such a major ground offensive should not proceed under current circumstances, end quote. Well, you know what else has serious implications for regional peace and security? Yeah, that would be the continued existence of Hamas. While President Biden and Israeli Prime Minister Netanyahu have been increasingly butting heads, and that's probably not the visual you wanted this morning, the draft resolution marks one of the most public rebukes of Israel's war strategy from the U.S. government since the conflict began. It was not immediately clear when the 15-member council might vote on the resolution. Now, it's estimated that roughly 1.2 million Palestinians, or more than roughly half the population of Gaza, have taken refuge in the city, and concerns, of course, are mounting over the potential for civilian casualties should Israel move in. The draft text also reportedly condemns calls by some in the Israeli government to move Jewish settlers into Gaza, and opposes any attempts by either side to redraw territorial lines or to create a buffer zone in the region. Now, there's no word yet on whether that includes the buffer zone that Egypt is currently building. We'll talk about that later on. Despite increasing pressure from the U.S., however, Israel appears resolute in their efforts to press the attack on Hamas in Rafah. On Sunday, Israeli War Cabinet member Benny Gantz laid out the first potential timetable for an Israeli incursion into Rafah, saying if Hamas does not release the remaining hostages by Ramadan, which begins this year on March 10th, they will expand their operations into the city. Gantz said, quote, To those saying the price is too high, I say this very clearly. Hamas has a choice. They can surrender, release the hostages, and the citizens of Gaza will be able to celebrate the holy holiday of Ramadan. End quote. Gantz added that any invasion would be done in a coordinated manner, facilitating the evacuation of civilians in dialogue with our American and Egyptian partners to minimize civilian casualties. As we've mentioned, Israel and Hamas remain at odds over potential terms for a ceasefire, and by odds I mean there's a vast chasm. While the Biden administration and mediators in Egypt and Qatar have sought at least a six-week pause in fighting to facilitate a hostage swap, Hamas is seeking a longer-term ceasefire, potentially lasting more than four months, as well as the withdrawal of Israeli forces from key areas of Gaza and the release of large numbers of Palestinian prisoners, many of whom they want to identify particularly. Israeli negotiators have said that Hamas's demands for a deal are wildly unrealistic. Talks with Israeli officials broke down last week, and Israel said they would not send another negotiating team to Cairo until Hamas shows that they are willing to make concessions. Now, one of the leaders of the negotiations, Qatar's Prime Minister Mohammed bin Abdulrahman Al-Tani, raised eyebrows on Saturday after he said that a ceasefire, quote, should not be conditioned on the release of Israeli hostages. Hmm? Israeli officials immediately poured cold water on that suggestion, saying the only way to get on a path towards resolving the war is for Hamas to release the remaining hostages. All right, coming up after the break, we'll discuss a bipartisan foreign aid proposal in the U.S. House of Representatives that gives funding to Ukraine and Israel as well as the latest regarding the border crisis in Texas. I'll be right back. Hey, Mike Baker here. Did you know that a recent survey found that 7 in 10 parents get an average of 3 hours of sleep a night 
in their baby's first year. I don't know. That sounds like like a lot more sleep than we got during our baby's first year. Mothers, you deserve quality sleep. And here's how you can make that happen. Cozy Earth. Discover the secret to better sleep with Cozy Earth's luxurious bedding products. And now here's an exclusive Mother's Day. Don't forget Mother's Day is coming up. It's a Mother's Day offer just for our listeners. Use code PDB for 35% off at CozyEarth.com. Cozy Earth bedding products are crafted with temperature-regulating technology. It's adapting to your body's needs through all phases of motherhood. They use only the very best fabrics, materials, and weaves, offering superior softness that invites you to sink into a world of comfort. We use these sheets of the Baker Compound, and I'm telling you, they are terrific. And Cozy Earth stands by the quality and longevity of its products. Enjoy a 100-night sleep trial and a 10-year warranty on all purchases. That's a 10-year warranty. Built to last through the hardest days and the longest nights of motherhood. Incorporating Cozy Earth products into your self-care routine can enhance sleep quality and overall wellness. This Mother's Day, treat your mom to the luxury, come on, she deserves with Cozy Earth bedding and sleepwear. Head over to CozyEarth.com and use promo code PDB for 35% off. After placing your order, select Podcast in the survey and then select PDB in the drop-down menu that follows. Hey, Mike Baker here. Have you ever walked into a room and immediately admired the best-dressed person there? Of course you have. Now, as the kids say, they, they got their fit going on. Okay, I, I have no idea whether that's what the kids actually say. I just, I just heard it once. Anyway, picture this. It's wedding season, right? So, you're at a wedding. You've been invited. You're not crashing it. And all eyes are on the bride and groom. But you, well, you're turning heads too. Because you're the best-dressed person in the room. Now, yeah, you don't want to steal the bride's thunder. So, maybe dial it back a bit. But you get my point. So, how do you orchestrate this situation? Well, you do it with Indochino. With Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks, even though their suits start at just $499. Now, let me tell you about the process of customizing and ordering with Indochino. You can design the suit that you want and fine-tune every detail. From lapels to linings, it's all online. When the suit arrives, you'll be knocked out by the quality of the fabric and the perfect fit. Look your best this wedding season, at the table or on the dance floor or, or dancing on the table, whatever you choose to do, just be careful, when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code BAKER, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you thought it would be, to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's Indochino.com, promo code BAKER. Welcome back. The Senate foreign aid package, which includes $95 billion in assistance to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan, remains in political limbo as House Speaker Mike Johnson continues to block the legislation from being brought to the House floor. However, a bipartisan group of representatives in the House has now introduced their own foreign aid bill, hoping a new piece of legislation might find support among members on both sides of the aisle. On Friday, the group of four Republicans and four Democrats rolled out the so-called, quote, Defending Borders, Defending Democracies Act which, as the name suggests, includes elements to both secure America's southern border and provide foreign military aid. On the defending borders side of the bill, the proposal would automatically reject migrants who legally or illegally cross the border if they don't have the proper paperwork for one year. It would also restrict asylum claims, but with some humanitarian exceptions. Arguably, the biggest thing the bill brings to the table is the re-implementing of the Trump-era remain-in-Mexico policy for a period of one year. That's the rule that required migrants and asylum seekers to be turned back to Mexico to await their court hearings. 
On the defending democracies side, the bill includes $47.7 billion in aid to Ukraine, $10.4 billion for Israel, and $4.9 billion for U.S. allies in the Indo-Pacific to combat China. It also includes $2.4 billion for U.S. military operations in the Middle East to combat Iran-backed militias in the region. House leadership hasn't offered any comments on the new legislation, and there's no indication yet that Speaker Johnson would bring the bipartisan bill to the floor. Meanwhile, Johnson himself remains between a political rock and a hard place when it comes to the Senate proposal. If he brings that legislation to the floor, he's almost certain to face a motion to vacate the chair from conservatives within the Republican caucus. That's a move that allows a member to force a vote on removing the Speaker of the House, and it would almost certainly cost Johnson his job unless Democrats were to ride to his rescue. However, there is talk that members of the House on both sides of the aisle may be considering a fancy parliamentary maneuver to bypass Johnson entirely. It's called a, quote, discharge petition. Now, to be fair, they probably don't use the term fancy up on Capitol Hill when describing their parliamentary shenanigans. It basically means that if a majority of House members sign on to this petition, they can bring the Senate legislation to the floor without the House Speaker. Now, of course, pulling this maneuver off would be tricky business, as it would require most Democrats and a handful of defecting Republicans, not to mention a desire to actually accomplish something. Speaking of border security, I wanted to give you an update on the situation at the U.S.-Mexico border, where it looks like Texas Governor Greg Abbott is looking to make the presence of the state's National Guard a permanent fixture. The governor recently announced plans to build what he's calling a forward operating base near the city of Eagle Pass. That's the border city at the center of the standoff between the state of Texas and Biden administration officials over federal immigration policy. The 80-acre facility would house up to 1,800 Texas National Guard members near Eagle Pass, and would include command posts, weapons storage rooms, vehicle maintenance bays, and, and even a helicopter pad. In addition to being able to house 1,800 National Guardsmen in their own individual rooms, the base is said to have a surge capability, allowing it to house up to 500 or so additional troops, should the state need to deploy more personnel to the area. Now, during a press conference on Friday, where the new base was announced, Abbott said, quote, Because of the magnitude of what we're doing, because of the need to sustain and actually expand our efforts of what we're doing, it's essential that we build this base camp, end quote. Currently, National Guard troops are scattered across the entire region. Some are living in tents, hotels, and private residences, while others have to drive long distances just to get to Eagle Pass. Construction on the base has already begun, and Texas is expecting to begin housing at least 300 troops there by April of this year. Now, I also wanted to give you a brief update on some of the numbers that we're seeing at the border. And on that front, look, there is some good news. According to authorities, arrests for illegal crossings on the U.S. border with Mexico fell significantly in the month of January. Border Patrol agents made a total of 124,220 arrests. That sounds like a lot, right? But it's down by around 50% from December's record high of nearly 250,000 arrests. This marks the third lowest month recorded during the Biden presidency. Now, that significant decrease was driven in large part by Venezuelans, whose arrests dropped by 91%, 91% in January, 
to 4,422 from 47,000 in December. Okay, but before you pop the champagne corks or whatever you imbibe and declare the border crisis over, it's worth noting that the decrease is likely temporary. Traditionally, the number of people trying to make their journey increases when the weather is warmer in the U.S. and decreases during the colder months. All right, coming up, satellite images show that Egypt appears to have begun the construction of a massive fortified wall near its border with Gaza. But they're not telling anybody what it's for. And they're also not saying if they plan on having Mexico pay for it. We'll examine the mystery in tonight's Back of the Brief. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 remembrance across America, over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year, dozens of golf outings and barbecues, and the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Ready to elevate your range day or hunting trip? Silencers are the best upgrade you can make to your firearm. And yes, they're completely legal. Silencer Shop makes getting your suppressor easier than ever. Silencer Shop is the nation's largest suppressor distributor, and they'll help get your new suppressor quickly and easily. Suppressor approvals are coming back faster than ever, often in just a few days. Silencer Shop guarantees an exceptional experience with their top-notch customer service, unbeatable prices, and renowned submission simplicity and accuracy. They partner with over 6,000 local gun stores nationwide to ensure easy access to the best suppressors. And at Silencer Shop, a portion of your online purchase supports your favorite gun stores directly. In just five minutes, you can have your fingerprints and paperwork ready to go, thanks to the Silencer Shop kiosk. There is nothing easier. If you're not using Silencer Shop, you're working too hard for your suppressors. The one-and-done solution for your suppressor needs, ensuring a headache-free purchase. Explore Silencer Shop for your next suppressor edition and immediately open your eyes to a better shooting experience. In today's Back of the Brief, new satellite images show that Egypt is rapidly constructing a massive two-mile-wide buffer zone along the Egyptian-Gaza border, complete with a 16-foot border wall. Now, while Egypt has not issued an official public statement about the construction, their government has been expressing fears about Palestinians potentially fleeing over the border into Egypt in the event that Israel invades the city of Rafah. The buffer zone would fully encase the Egyptian Rafah border crossing complex, according to a report by CNN. Now, officials with the Sinai Foundation for Human Rights said the construction is, quote, intended to create a high-security gated and isolated area near the border with the Gaza Strip in preparation for the reception, all the reception, of Palestinian refugees in the case of a mass exodus, end quote. Roughly 1.2 million Palestinians have taken refuge in Rafah, and it's estimated that more than 100,000 of the displaced Palestinians are currently staying in encampments at the Egyptian border. Satellite imagery shows construction is well underway on the reported eight-square-mile walled enclosure camp 
in the Sinai Desert, according to a report by the Wall Street Journal. While the encampment will have a capacity for up to 100,000 people, officials reportedly want to keep the number to roughly 50,000 or 60,000 refugees over concerns about security risks. Egypt is growing increasingly concerned about the impact that a likely Israeli invasion would have on their own security. Egypt has already strengthened its military presence along the Gaza border, deploying dozens of tanks and armored vehicles. Last weekend, officials in Cairo warned that if an Israeli ground operation into Rafah causes Palestinians to cross into Egypt, their government would suspend the 1979 Camp David Accords. That was a pivotal peace agreement, of course, with Israel. However, officials in Egypt since then have not followed up or elaborated on those comments. And that, my friends, is the President's Daily Brief for Tuesday, 20 February. If you have any questions or comments, please reach out to me at pdb at thefirsttv.com. I'm Mike Baker, and I'll be back later today with the PDB Afternoon Bulletin. Until then, stay informed, stay safe, stay cool. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing, arcseedkits.com.